You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about The Rock. You, no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> we are your host. I am editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing good, Mr. Connery. And we also have <laughs> director of photography Mike Griggs. I'm sorry. Am I losing my sex appeal? Ooh, I like, I like the ending of the appeal there. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Got to watch out for the gang rapes, y'all. It's part of prison. <laughs> Even when you're locked uh, in solitary. They're, they're getting better <laughs> these days. They're, you know, not as bad as they used to be. Yeah, his cell was 90s. pretty nice. Like, he had all his books in there. It looked like he had to sell to all to himself. He did oh, good, he man. Was, he was definitely in solitary confinement. <laughs> but guys, first Michael Bay film. Is this our first Michael Bay film? Really? I'm like, glad we're story. starting out on the top because like, yeah. this is the best Michael Bay film. Uh, uh, I haven't seen all Michael Bay films. Agree. Yeah. Uh, but this one is excellent. It's super fun. It's uh, it's also his most cohesive, easy to follow film. Yeah, <laughs> some of those Transformer well, films get a little yeah convoluted. Yeah, I gave up on him uh, with Transformers. I just uh, uh, it's not for me, man. I guess. But I will say that just straight off the top, man, it, just camera porn. That's all I can think about with this. At the oh yeah, up. no. But I think three of three of my notes literally say Michael Bay knows how to make some fucking helicopters look dope. I know, and I was also thinking like, damn, with these crazy angles he's getting. I mean, like, was he like out there like, like, all right, let's fly to the left a little bit, you know? Or did he like visualize all this to? Yeah. To how much of this was like storyboarded? How much of this was was previs? 
I, man, I don't know. I, I haven't seen any storyboards for this film. Well, I mean, the, I'm sure it was. The camera cuts every two seconds in this movie. Like it two, feels like two point five seconds is what I read was the median shot <laughs> in this film. Um, and they're all moving shots. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. But that being said, the photography's not perfect. Uh, they're, they're a little loose with it, which is kind of cool. I mean, the, the I thought the film was a little like grainy and underexposed oh, at yeah. times, and yeah. then. Um, like like the opening shot with the um, with the um, he's at the grave site and uh, Ed, Ed Harris Ed Harris is like acting his ass off you know to yeah. a grave and the lighting's inconsistent on every cut. Uh, that, I mean, dude, that's that's Michael Bay. I mean, even his he's continuity. just like fuck it. Yeah, all of, it's <laughs> yeah. not just his lighting yeah. continuity. Like, there's also like in his action shots, like. Uh, I don't know. There's a, t- a time during the car chase where the the Humvee that um, Sean Connery's driving around, he smashes it uh, into a car and a light pole. Oh, yeah. And there's a shot where you yeah. see the front of the fucking vehicle go into the light pole. No and way, then, really? Uh, and then the next yep. shot, the car is just magically like driving right beside it. You see, because it, it's going so fast that you miss it. I, I totally, I've seen this movie like eight or nine times and I totally didn't see that. No, I, crazy. I saw it on this watch. Yeah, it honestly reminded me of Bullet because I was just watching um, like a, a breakdown of, of one of those car chasings of, like a week ago, and it's it's the same kind of thing. Like you have this one shot where the, the the car crashes into something right in front of the camera, and then all of a sudden the car is perfectly fine again, and you just keep moving. And you're like, wait, did that just happen? Yeah, no, it absolutely just happened. It just keep it just keeps going, man. It's the fun of it. I was I was more preoccupied in that uh, chase sequence of like man look at these close ups of their reactions like yeah, like yeah. how like you know they they, 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 they get are. in there and, and yeah <laughs> they're, they're 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 like jerking the camera around you know there's there's so much yep. like quick quick motion blurred stuff and I was like wow with, man this with is like insane. zero background so you're like okay I can maybe believe that you're in this moment or you guys were just <laughs> sitting in a parking lot and you're like let's just move the camera really quick and yo reaction oh you almost hit something. Yeah, at least in William oh, Forsyth's okay. like close up, they have the uh, the police, uh, whatever the sirens and stuff, uh, and lights go off yeah. in the background. So that's the best close up in that. But man, yeah, it's you know, it's just like all like when you stop and think about like Michael Bay's like blocking and like what characters are doing. Like how the fuck? Like okay, I understand how the trolley got knocked off of the tracks, but how the fuck did it explode like that? <laughs> See, but like, but 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 with this. Uh, it's just kind of like how there's some comic booky shit to it. There's like some fantastical stuff, like uh, how he can roll under the furnace, uh, you know, after after thirty years, or uh, you know, like he's 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 doing all this like fantastical shit, like uh, throwing a fucking knife across the room and oh killing somebody, God. or flipping a fucking uh, thing to open up the cells, and he nails it every fucking time. You know, there's just some like fantastical shit, and you know. The trolley thing made no sense, though, but I love the trolley driver. <laughs> I like that he gets so pissed that he's like, I'm going to find that motherfucker! Like, <laughs> and it just opened up. I love how that scene opens up with, where, with, on that guy, and he's like, woo, it's a beautiful day. Uh, you know, he's just yep, like, yeah, yep. today is fucking perfect. And then <laughs> five minutes later, his whole life is like, you know, my baby! <laughs> his poor trolley. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Michael Bay gets a lot of uh, criticism for his, uh, let's say, stereotypical uh, racial profiling uh, characters he throws in his movies. Stereotypical is a gentle way to put it. Yeah. 
come on, man. Whatever. It's it's fun. <laughs> it's great. It is fun. It is fun. And you, you're talking about like comic book type of stuff, but yeah, like man, there's also some fucking '90s action movie tropes in here. Like the you talking about the knife getting thrown across the room. Like uh, not only do I love the the point of view shot of the knife flying across the room <laughs> into the dude's fucking neck, but like. How do we go from, like, this guy can throw a knife from, like, 30 feet away, hit a guy in the neck, and then Decision. literally the next shot, he's holding a machine gun at his hip, just, like, wildfiring and everything, like, <laughs> spray and pray. Like, you, you're you going through all this time and effort to establish that this dude is, like, trained by the best. He's British Secret Service, SAS, all these things. He can't hold a fucking rifle up and, like, look down the barrel while he's shooting? Like, really? He doesn't have to. Yeah. The bullets go where they're supposed to go. Point Except they don't. They absolutely bullets. don't. Like, he's just blowing up everything in the entire room. And it's just, I don't know. It's that, I feel like that's one of those things that, like, it was it was so prevalent in the, in the mid-'90s especially that, like, I, I don't remember seeing it, a movie where there was, like, an accurate, like, portrayal of uh, military guys, especially, like, like, Navy SEALs and that type shooting with precision until, like, Black Hawk Down. That was the first movie I remember seeing, like, okay, these dudes actually can, like, point at something and shoot it and hit it with, like, two fucking bullets. I will say that John C. McGinley, when he's walking down the hall and he's in formation and he's holding his rifle... He's about as badass as you he, can look, honestly. He has the look. He has the he form. Absolutely, that's does. that platoon training it, uh, right there. Uh, oh, for but, sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, like, how many... Uh, he was yeah. a SWAT guy in, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. seven... You yeah, know? so it's like yep. yeah, that, that's what he that's what he did. He's even point break. He's the FBI uh, director. Oh, now. you're right. Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't they go through some like extensive training for platoon as well? Like I'm pretty sure he's he's had a level. He was of, like, he definitely yeah. had has the look and has the training. Well, the and actual also, Navy SEALs that don't have speaking lines in this film are real Navy SEALs. Oh right, yeah. right, yeah. yeah. So I mean, they they had technical advisors on set. They were just you know. Like, what if that guy just, who does all it. that? Let's does let's this. do the '90s action tropes and, and like, the, dude, the shootout in in when like when they've gotten trapped in the showers and they're up on the top and they're down on the bottom and they're all just like shooting at each other. Like nobody's looking down their fucking barrel. Like what the hell? Come on, just hold it up <laughs> and make it look like you're trying to actually hit something. Like that's all I'm asking. Oh man, we just need to see the muzzle flash and then, then the camera uh, pan by for we, at least 1.5 seconds. And we then got we'll a, we on. got a lot of muzzle flashes and we got a lot of whip pans. I did love that every time, like you're you were a close up on somebody that was shooting, like the camera was shaking just so, so that it made it feel like there was just a little bit of extra visceral energy. It man, it's, it's really cutting edge, that. man. Yeah, this is the first Wait, movie what's I cutting remember. Edge? This movie, what? this movie for sure. For Exciting 95? as fuck, bro. You tell me when you saw this movie when you were a kid, you were not like, holy fuck. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, this is the summer of 96, man. I mean, it does kind of like, I don't know. In, in 96, there are a lot of big movies that came out uh, this summer. This is uh, the summer of Independence Day. Uh, oh, yeah. Mission Impossible. Okay. Um, Dude, Twister. Amazing year. Yeah. What a fucking year, man. Holy wow. So there, All amazing films. There was, there was a bunch of stuff out. I, I, I was pretty psyched to go see this in the theater, though. I don't know. They they made a big deal out of it. We don't get a lot of R-rated action films like this really anymore. They're all PG-13. Yeah, they drop a couple F-bombs and then, like, lower the overall violence level. And we'll make it PG-13 so more people can see it. Yep, I'm just trying to just hold my tongue because, you know, we're, we're just nerfing the world. Uh, you know, we, we, need, we, need, <laughs> we need more R-rated films. We need more... NC seventeen films. Let's get let's, let's yes. just stirring it up a little bit. <laughs> let's just take let's just take platoon, <laughs> kick it up a little bit. 
Put a little, a little comedy in there. A little yeah. more blood, yeah. Oh, a little yeah. more blood. Yeah, yeah a, little a little more comedy. comedy. You know, my yeah. Vietnam rape story. That's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> the laughs. They just, they Don't flow. we all need a, a little bit more Vietnam rape stories in our lives? <laughs> you, you know that they, that they wanted um, Arnold Schwarzenegger to play the uh, Nick Cage part in this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was See, the original pitch. They, that would have been the way to go. Like, we do that now. But you know, because he, he he could play the comedy part, he he could put a little spin on it, you know, just just I don't know, like yeah, I, he could be funny, is, but is, it would change the movie so much. <laughs> like like the the neurotic sort of like I really like Nick Cage's character in this, and that that feels like it's saying something because I mean I feel like a couple movies after this, Nick Cage stopped making movies and started making one long movie. This is this is one of the few like separatable, definable characters that I in my head in the Nick Cage canon of all of his like forty films or seventy films or however many he's done. This is the one that stands out the most for me. Man, you are all fucked up, bro. You telling me that Southern <laughs> accent in Con Air is not the one that just co- put Drop the, <laughs> the bunny? <laughs> no, put dude. The bunny back this, in the box. This one. This one, Face Off, and Gone in 60 Seconds. Like, those are the ones that, that I, I, I picture as classic Nick Cage. He is 100% doing his weird deliveries in this. He is he is Nick Cage and all over this thing. Oh, no, but, for but sure. It, but it plays. You know, it, it works. Well, like, the moment where they're, when they're in the plane, like, like heading to the island, about to get dropped off around the, the halfway mark, and, like, like I, I, was, I started thinking about how impressive it was, how much emotion that they're conveying in all these ridiculously short shots right like because they're all set up and they're all relatively planned but every single shot is less than three seconds and it's like how can i convey all these emotions in a less than three second shot now maybe yeah they've got like six cameras on them at once because that's how michael bay works but at the same time like when they're on the plane and they have that super low angle and nick cage's legs are like rocking back and forth and he's just like looking super nervous i'm like you're saying a lot with just some body language and a two-second shot. Like, it, it, I don't know. It, it works for me. I know that did burn the actors out uh, quite a bit. Because Michael, oh, I'm sure. Michael Bay was constantly, like, for every shot, like, like, oh, let's come up with something new. Like, let's fit all this stuff with your character. And, hey, guys, also, like, can you can you and Sean Connery maybe get together and come up with some improv uh, witty dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> How many different, like, punch-ups did this, this script have? Because... It had to oh, have been a lot. It had like a, sh- a shit ton of fucking writers. Like on the DVD commentary, there was like uh, Michael Bay like name drops. Like uh, I don't know, six or seven fucking people. I think Aaron Goodness. Sorkin's probably like the. Oh yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, the Aaron most Sorkin famous for sure. I, yeah, I saw on the internet that uh, who's it? Uh, Quentin Tarantino apparently did uh, a draft, awesome. but yeah, I wasn't able to see where that was like official. <laughs> that's all. That's a lot of punch-ups. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, this movie, you can kind of see like how a bunch of writers came in, and but that's all. I mean, that's to me, that's also a Michael Bay feel, right? Like that, it's a lot of disparate things that somehow, because everything's so fast paced, that it just it just kind of works as long as you don't stop to think about it long enough, because there's a new thing to look at. I think it works in this movie because it's this this story is is well told. Like what Michael Bay, like his whatever the script was his starting blueprint was actually pretty decent. And then he's got Nicolas Cage and fucking Sean Connery, who who the fuck would have thought these guys would have had, like, amazing chemistry? Oh, man. They're <laughs> so good together. Like, who th- who thought of that pairing? Like, how could you, like, 
I don't know. They just seem like Nick Cage and Sean Connery. It's weird. It's like they're opposite, but they're not opposite enough to be interesting on the outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't feel weird at all. It just feels right. I don't know. Just, just feels right. Just go with it. It does. Well, it feels right now, but like I remember when this movie came out, just being like, Nicolas Cage is a, in an action movie? Like, I mean, the year before, he had just won the uh, uh, best uh, actor for Leaving Las Vegas. So, I mean, like, and he was in, like, really weird, quirky comedies. Like, I remember him from Moonstruck and Guarding Tess and, you know, shit like that. And then we get up getting Broken Arrow. Fuck Oh, yeah. man. I fucking love Broken Arrow. Do you really? I do, actually. Dude, yeah, Broken Arrow is amazing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Is it? Yeah, dude. That's John Woo's son. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah, Michael Bay, that knife. He's the fucking Woo. shot. Yeah. It was a total. It was. He was like, "Oh, I want to be Michael. I want to be uh, John Woo so bad. Please." <laughs> Speaking of Michael Bay wanting to be someone else, the soundtrack in this, all I could hear was Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, me too. I wrote that down, dude. It's <laughs> fucking Pirates composer. of the Caribbean. Oh, no, it's not. It, it's not. It's it not. Is. It's not. Hans, I looked Hans it up. Zimmer no, no, no. did this. Okay, so what you guys are thinking of the music that the the, the note pieces? Bum bum ba da dum bum ba da dum bum ba da dum. That's yep. Yeah, it's that. It's the yeah. He yep. he did the yep. score for all the sequels, but he didn't do the original Pirates. That was a different composer. Oh shit! Really? Is yeah. that is that theme uh, not in the first one? It is in the first one, but it's not punched up. It's not the one you like 100 percent remember. Okay. It is a little different in the first movie. The first movie okay. has, has kind of a different. It's not. I don't know. It's just not as actiony. Less instruments. It, well, it it felt like okay. What I what I was thinking the entire time was like, did did Michael Bay just or not Michael Bay? Did um, fuck what's Hans his name? Zimmer. Jerry Bruckheimer. Nope. Did Jerry Bruckheimer take oh. take this soundtrack and use it as the temp score for Pirates and say <laughs> this is what it needs to sound like and then give it to what's his name that did the actual score for Pirates? Because that's 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 where my head went. It does sound like pirates a lot. It does. I just kept waiting for all the pirates score to like to finish the the motifs, and it didn't. I was like, and if you're looking, if if you're looking for an exact scene, it's uh when he runs, uh, he's leaving the um the hotel room, and he goes up to the elevator, and it goes bum bum ba da dum bum ba da dum bum ba da dum, and he goes in, and and the and the hairdresser guy's already like (laughs) down on his knees. He's down on his knees in the elevator. He's like, ah. He's like, I don't care fantastic. about everything you've already done, but do you love your hair? Do you like <laughs> Again with oh, Michael Bay, he's got he's got to go for like the most like stereotypical gay guy. Like, let's just oh, let's make him as gay as we possibly can. <laughs> no scissors. Um, what do you mean no scissors? Did they tell Picasso no brush? Oh, dude, no, come on, you, no, yeah. <laughs> It's like, did they tell Picasso no brush? No brush. It is so over the top, dude. It is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, man. But that that's not the worst part of that scene. The worst part of that scene is that he takes this little thin fucking cord and, like, wraps it around this dude's arm. It would just rip his hand off the end of his yep. arm. That yep. It would, like, cut his hand completely off. Whatever. It would explode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, man, that little cable was like, ooh, man, it's so hardcore. And you wouldn't be able to hold on to it. No. Uh, no, man. that would have fucked up Sean Connery, too. Like, yeah, he it would have fucked them both like, up. All right, I'm cool. <laughs> so he just wraps it around the like, chair, too, like, and leaves. Well, 
Like, and it's like a four pound chair, and it's he, just like well, he wasn't wrapping him. it to stay forever. It was a diversion, you know. So basically, to give the guy a chance to survive. Yeah, but know? there was nothing for the chair to like catch on. It just it hits the wall, and then they're like, "Oh, okay." I'm well, saying the minute right that now, he let like, go of that string, <laughs> that, that dude would hit the pavement dead. Apparently, on a Michael, see, all of us would have these like things on the movie. We'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." Well, maybe we shouldn't do that because this. But on a Michael Bay set, he's like, "Just do it." I mean, suspension of disbelief. We made it happen on screen, so it happened. Move on. <laughs> we, we're, we're moving on so fast that you don't have time to really think about it. You're like, wait, what the fuck? And then the next thing you know, you're in a Ferrari yeah. going down the street. You know? It's a fucking Ferrari. <laughs> I'm only borrowing your Humvee. Apparently, the hanging from the roof thing actually did happen. Like, like I read something on the, on the lines that uh, people were in the hotel while they were filming that and were like, Calling the police, like, oh my god, someone is hanging from the outside of the hotel, like, from the window. Like, what's going on? So they had they had some level of practical effects happening in order to make that happen on, on Oh, set. no doubt. They didn't notice the giant fucking helicopter that was in the air with the camera <laughs> fucking shooting it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, look, there's a news crew coming here to shoot it. The guy died. To be fair, I was shooting a music video one time on, a, a like, a walkover bridge. Like, like it was this really elaborate... Uh, in South Memphis, there's just, like this really uh, elaborate like walking bridge that goes over the road, and we were on that shooting, and these people called the police saying that we were holding these girls up gunpoint. Oh my god! Because and the cops because show up, you they're like somebody the had yeah, because they're such holding a way the camera to make it yeah. look like it was. But in my wow. like, the, but in my, the way I look back on it, it was like, damn, did you think I had a bazooka? Like, <laughs> How big do you give think me all your fucking money. Guns are. <laughs> <laughs> We have People a see what they want to see. Suicide <laughs> bazooka <laughs> out there. <laughs> <laughs> this giant thing on my shoulder, you know. <laughs> this guy's clearly seen too many '80s action films. <laughs> <laughs> bazooka point holdups. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh. <laughs> Give me your car. I'm in the FBI. But all of the uh, ridiculousness aside, like. Michael Bay knows how to tell the story with just shots and camera. Just like completely setting up Ed Harris's character at the beginning, you know, where he's yeah, like yeah. showing the shots of him like taking his wedding ring off and then like, you know, going you know, doing all this stuff, <laughs> the, you know, he's the gravestone he's, that literally says his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's visual. You know, you know, we're not we're not having to <laughs> explain it all. I had to pause it and rewind it like, did I read that correctly? <laughs> what? Well, it's just like the first time when you get a scene in a movie and somebody comes in and is like, uh, Dad, I need to talk to you about something. Okay, that's his dad. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> oh, right, right. Like the, yeah. the, the classic uh, exposition, like, well, this and this just happened. So do you really think that that should actually happen? Like, what? Really? Well, do what we do you think that? about that, Linda? I don't know, Ted. You know, oh, this is Linda and Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Are they uh, the tombstones like that in a, like a veteran? I don't know. I've never seen the words his and wife written on the tombstone before. I don't know. You know, I, I just went with that. Wife of like, yeah, so-and-so, you know. maybe. Or, you know, mother of maybe. Sure. His wife. Like, not even like the character's name, wife, but literally H-I-S. No, his It's a government wife. tombstone. They're like, you know, we can only have so many letters here. But, you know, watching it. Uh, multiple times uh, in a row, you kind of catch things like at the beginning, like they're showing all the, you know, 
scenes of war and 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 soldiers being buried, and then this guy who's struggling with all of this emotion from you know he's about to betray his country. Uh, for something that he believes in. And, you know, they're building all this stuff. But the first time you watch it, it's like, oh, look, shit's blowing up in slow motion. Cool, crazy. Wait, but there, what, what, <laughs> what shit blowing up in slow motion? That was just all you audio. Watched, no, you just watch the beginning. No, man, there's 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 a big fireball that comes up. No, that's and, the title card. I know, but it, but it's it's building all that, you know, we're showing shots of war and all that. Oh, man, I don't remember yeah. any shots of war. It's I think it's just him you know, getting see, like, ready. Helicopters coming in. And, yeah. It seemed like it was, like, flashing to what well, he, he's thinking of all this, you know. They're, like, they're at a funeral. They're wrapping the flag. and Oh, yeah. I just thought that was, like, helicopters that were near whatever military base that would, I don't know. That had the see, no, on my first that was... watch, that's where I, my brain was. But on the second watch, like, listening to what he was saying and, like, all that buildup, it felt like he it was setting up his backstory. And, 100%. Like, hit the, hit, that's hit, that's how motivation. I read it as well, for sure. Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, man, they should have, like, made it look like a fucking war then. Not just, like, <laughs> oh, here's some helicopters <laughs> in the sunset. It's, it seemed like th- those were his, th- his thoughts of, of you know, uh, no, those those the were the memories of all, all yeah. the things that he's done and all the things that he's experienced. They had right, because like, it, it was Vietnam the, feeling the, because he was talking about Vietnam. Helicopter shot? Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only have one. Se- we only have two seconds, Brian. You you have to tell that entire story in two seconds. So no, you, Vietnam, no, helicopters, sunset. Move right, on. right. It's a visual. It's a visual <laughs> to go with all the characters later being like he was in the Gulf War. He was in Vietnam. He's he's the best guy leading he's, in Vietnam. He, he's buried. He's buried like, his, his crew. Man, I, I like I like how you guys that. got like that, from that one little fucking shot. You guys are like talking about this big moment. And I just remember <laughs> him like putting on his dress coat clothes. Man, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get in uniform. <laughs> Great split diopter shot though of him and his. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. uniform there waiting to. He's gonna. He's putting. He's putting that uniform on for the last time as an American, bro. Before he gives up everything. Before it becomes a mercenary. I'm just trying to say that uh, <laughs> there's more going on in this movie. You know, he, he like Michael Bay is throwing some story down. He's just doing it really quickly. Just like like there's so many camera angles. You know, but like any time that they are going into an attack sequence or like you know when they um when they go to that like navy weapons depot there's like all this yeah, fucking yeah. like camera like how many fucking cameras do we have rolling bro like there's so Dude. many angles like there's like top down shots and there's like side shots like fuck bro like you had 40 cameras out there or are we just running this motherfucker 40 times i feel i feel both of them honestly <laughs> like yeah well there's like even, even like there's this one really cool shot where they're like typing on a keyboard and then like it's like this like spiral you know, he's yep, like, yep. We, we've got to have this one particular Dude, shot. Dude, the number of <laughs> inserts that Michael Bay uses, like, never fails to amaze me. Where they're like, ah, oh, I just need this one shot. Well, it's okay, on the motion of things. That's literally your entire movie. It's just this one shot. Boom, 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 boom. All, like, all right, close up on the eyes, close up on the fingers on the keyboard. Yeah, but it's they're not close arbitrary. Close up on the lock on the key. It, and it's, yeah, No, every single thing is, it's like an insert telling the story of the next part of the thing. And right. it's like, no, I just want you to see this little tiny thing in focus and this little tiny thing in focus. Where, whereas, like, someone else like Spielberg would be like, let me just get a master shot of everything and, like, just watch it for two minutes. Michael Bay is like, super close up, super close up, super close up, super close up. I see Spielberg as more of a transitional shots. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, like, cutting shots. Well, like, like if you... So like a uh, <laughs> Brian, <laughs> I don't like like think about Coen Brothers, right? Like the, when they use inserts, it's like it's like one every like five minutes. Like maybe maybe you'll get one insert in an entire scene. Michael Bay is like all inserts with maybe a couple like 
He's a music right, video we'll director, bro. That's yeah, no, that's that's literally where he came from. That's right. Sure. Yeah, he directed the uh, Meatloaf. Uh, I'll do anything for love. <laughs> music video. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know, it's it's a music video with little with like act, lots of action and little bits of comedy. Like you know, when, when I love the scene where they're diffusing the bomb, like when they're in that little that little like fishbowl thing. Oh, the morgue. Yep. Is that is it's the morgue scene, right? What is that? What you're talking about? No, no, in the it's, it's it's when in they the get the package. Oh, at the very, get very, very beginning. To good speed. Yeah, I got you, yeah. Got you. Where it what sets he, up. What he then later refers to as "I live my life in a fishbowl" or whatever. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I I just love that. Like, there's a, like the, the he knows how to even through all of his like super quick cuts because in that one, man, there's some like crazy shit he's doing like with really low angle and there, there's like this like spinning motion and all these people's like reactions and stuff. But like it builds tension really well yeah. but then they have these like little great moments of comedy like they tell that fucking guy they're like you know he's like stab yourself in the heart with the needle <laughs> he's like he's like look how big this is you want me to yep. fucking stick this in my heart are you fucking nuts like not doing that yep yeah man that was one of like the really good like foreshadowing moments that they actually enabled to to stay in the script through all the punch-ups was Oh, I need to stick this giant needle into my heart. How am I going to actually get it into my heart? And then later at the end, Stanley Goodspeed's got to shove a giant needle into his own heart. Like, I can't so that you're, one pops you're out. thinking back Sink. to the original dude being like, what if I miss? What happens if I miss? I'm, it, I'm, do you know how to stab yourself in the heart? I'm pretty sure he did miss. Yeah, he yeah. went really no, low. he's like, uh, wait, I'm going to come over here now. It's definitely just, not his heart. Do you think you could stab yourself in the heart? I would, I would be like, wait. Wait, wait. I would like, is. you know, what if I hit a, I would, I would like hit a rib, like, ah, you know, and bend the needle over. The likelihood <laughs> that you're going to miss the ribs and go straight into the heart is like, I'm not a, I don't work in the medical field. Yeah, I'm not like, used to like hitting the heart. Wait, like, are you I need to take me? a whole class on how to stab yourself in the heart. <laughs> you can be like an X right there before we go into battle just so I can be like, rip up on my shirt. There it is. Let me put it right there. Oh, is this no. something that you have to have a lot of force to do? Like, is, do you yes. have to like Actually, fucking yes. just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. I would imagine. Really? You can't just like gingerly like slide it no, into your heart? No, It's got to be a long needle, and you, and it definitely slow. requires wait, a wait, lot wait, of force. You, you would actually like to like slowly <laughs> stab yourself in the heart? <laughs> I just don't know. Well, at least, at least I know I'm getting it. You know, I don't... <laughs> I don't like, Sounds like the S&M way of doing it. it. You just want to like cause know, all the pain? Just, just do it if you, if you feel the heart attack happening while you're trying to stab yourself in the heart with a needle that will save your life, then you know that you've actually hit it. Is that what's happening? I don't know. And, and it's just weird how that, that just doesn't make any sense. You just stab yourself, and then he's okay, you know? Um, and he can... <laughs> yeah. He can light the flares. But great great insert shots of the flares being being lit. I mean, you know, oh, all yeah, that stuff man. plays oh, so well. Yeah. And then it cuts to him, and he's he's down on his knees, and that fucking, like, Dude, cinematic-ass shot. That you know, shit and, is so fucking oh. iconic. Like, I watched this when I was, like, like 11 or 12, and that, and it's still 15, 20 years later, still stuck in my brain, man. Like, just like the, just with the green the, ball? This, like, when I think of The Rock, I think of that shot of him with the flares and the sun behind him. And the, yeah, it's yeah, perfect. Dude. It's so fucking good. Yeah. You can tell it's not Nicolas Cage, though. Because of his hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to yeah. ruin it for me, Brian! <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't, you, I didn't you, actually know that. Either. Yeah, you can see a lot. His hair tell. changes a lot. I wasn't looking for it. It does it's, change and a then, lot. And then, like, at the end of the movie, there's this like uh, like profile shot. That's it's a it's a it's a long profile shot, and his hair looks really bad. And then from then on, when they punch in. 
they actually frame <laughs> they frame the, the top of his head off in so every you can't, single you can't shot. See the hair. Even even in the medium shot. It's like such an awkward framing, but I'm like, they're framing out his fucking bad hair. Like <laughs> it's is noticeable. It, it's just like a like a Superman in the uh the Batman Returns movie. Fuck, I'm totally blanking this. <laughs> Henry Cavill or whatever. His when name Henry Cavill, yeah, when he had the mustache for. Oh, uh, and they, yeah, they 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 shot his head out of frame. Yeah, yeah, not that bad, but uh, <laughs> but they they but you know they they covered it. It, it feels fine because they they cover everybody else in the frame uh, in the scene the same way. But it, it's just they're they're cutting around his head, his hair. Somebody didn't like his haircut. No, he's just bald. That's he's bald, Dean. All right, he's not done. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, oh, but I will say Sensitive the Sean subject. Connery's uh, toupee looked great. Oh my like, god, dude! When they go from from his like super long like Highlander hair to his haircut, yeah. and it's like he still has like the extra hair on the back of his neck, like clearly didn't just get a haircut. It's like <laughs> can can you just like just give him a haircut for that one scene? The rest of the movie he can be fine. Like just. Come on. Uh, okay. We have break point here, gentlemen. I feel it. I feel it as well. All right, we're going to play the trailer for The Rock. We'll be back. The following is a state secret, gentlemen. Disclose it to any party and you will be subject to prosecution. His name is John Mason, British national incarcerated on Alcatraz in 1962. Escaped in 63. There's no identity in the United States or Great Britain. He does not exist. Secrets have a way of coming back to haunt you. There's a hostage situation on Alcatraz. Hostage. 81 tourist. The Rock's a tourist attraction. The one you train to defend you becomes your greatest threat. A battery of VX gas rockets is presently deployed to deliver a highly lethal strike on the population of the San Francisco Bay Area. And the one you abandon becomes your only hope. You go talk to him. Me? Yeah. Hiya. I'm an agent with the uh, FBI. I'm Stanley Goodsby. But of course you are. At least he got his name right. Now, all that stands between a city and a disaster... The power of this chemical is way beyond anything you can imagine. That's where you're coming with us. ...is a man who's never seen combat. You're a chemical freak. <laughs> I'm a chemical super freak, actually. And another who's been out of action for 30 years. Show us on the blueprints. I can't. My blueprint was in my head. Fortunately, some things you never forget. But don't worry. It'll all come back to me. From Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer, the producers of Top Gun and Crimson Tide, and Michael Bay, the director of Bad Boys. Welcome to The Rock. We got visitors. Sean Connery. I'm sure you're ready for this. I'll do my best. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Yeah. Nicholas Cage. Listen, I'm just a biochemist. I drive a Volvo. Beige one. So what do you say you cut me some friggin' slack? Ed Harris. Fire.
this summer. Get ready to rock. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Michael Bay's The Rock. I thought they were going to put that quote in there where he's like, your best. Losers always whine about them doing their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Oh, it was in there. They just kept out the, uh, you know, the punchline. The, the good part. The punchline. <laughs> he just says, yeah. What if what if we remade this movie with The Rock? Like, The Rock starring... <laughs> I was rock, I was actually I, I was thinking like I should ask that when we when we come out of this break like do you think this is think why about. The Rock called himself The Rock because he saw this The Rock and was like I should be The Rock I don't know I thought I thought it was kind of more of like him watching uh, Julia Child because he likes to cook, <laughs> cook a lot um, I don't know <laughs> she was his rock but if you ever but The Rock does uh, you know the wrestler. Uh, he, he has more he clout definitely than smells this. what you're cooking for sure. Yeah, uh, he has more clout than this movie because if you look up this fucking movie, all you really get is is him first, and then you gotta even even on Apple TV if you if you like you know search The Rock, it brings up all his movies. Yeah, b- before you like, actually there's get literally this. a movie named <laughs> the, Rock, the Rock, and I yeah. typed in <laughs> The Rock, and you're showing me The Rock. Dwayne, uh, The Rock <laughs> Johnson. I mean, it, the movie is 24 years old, though. I mean, that's not super surprising, right? I mean, well, that's bro, not as old as Dwayne The Rock things. Johnson is. So, <laughs> in that in that sense, he should we see the younger things. thing than more, more than the older than thing? <laughs> He's currently more famous than this. How about that? That's fair. That's fair. I have nothing but love for Dwayne Johnson. I wonder if when he's like hooking up with a lady, he he goes. Welcome to The Rock. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were just going to say something completely different. Oh, really? What? That is also what I thought. My brain went somewhere else, and I'm so glad. Uh, I, th- I, th- I thought you were going to do a smell cooking joke. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> See, Brian and I are on the same page, and Jared's apparently a little bit more clean. <laughs> but but what but watching that trailer made me think two things was uh holy moving camera batman yes and, <laughs> yes and also uh, speaking of holy moving ca- they, they say from the director of bad boys you know they had that like quintessential bad boys low angle long long lens shot after the uh, sexy trolley blows up and then like you know uh stanley goodspeed uh, like you know, leans up into the frame, and we're doing this like dolly right, low angle, long. Was that in the first Bad Boys? I remember it in Bad Boys too, but oh, really? That, was that? Oh, shot did that come one? from this? I don't honestly know. I can't. Was this, yeah, was I can't this remember. The, was this the origin of that sh- of that shot? It's definitely the more per, like perfected one. I, he may have done a version yeah. of it in the first Bad Boys, but. I, man, it can't be this low angle like 180 version. The like, the low angle spinning camera with them in the center that was definitely in one of the two Bad Boys movies. I, oh yeah, it's definitely in the second one. Man, there's a bad. I mean, exactly where they like rise up, just like yeah, Cage yeah. just like that's, in this. That is like the yeah. shot from the trailer that's in the second one second. for sure. But this yeah. one feels it feels so good. It's that it's it's that like. 48 frames ish you know somewhere in there uh slowed down but it's it's got that you know how when you when somebody's wearing a snorry cam and they get up after they've been knocked out or something and it gives you that like disorienting feel 
this one, you know, the sound kind of goes out of it a little bit. You know, it, it's him recovering from, you know, just watching a trolley explode. It's just got a cool feel to it. It's 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 a good it's a good moment. It's a good beat. Yeah, the cops in uh, Hot Fuzz really appreciated it. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, man, dude. Edgar Wright steals so much from Michael Bay in Hot Fuzz, and and I don't I don't. Oh, hate it's, for it's it, not honestly. stealing. It's it's an it's an homage. homage. No, no, no. That's well, not an homage, guys. They, he's straight up making he fun of that shit. Fucking, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, it's, it's, it's a movie. It's a two guns while it's, jumping it's, through the it's air. It's a movie that's making fun of those movies or giving. Hot, Hot Fuzz is one of my all-time favorite movies, and it is in no small part because he takes what all of the action movie directors do for so serious and makes it somehow better while also making fun of it. I may get yelled at for saying this, but he's the Quentin Tarantino of, <laughs> uh, of, of stealing. Oh, I'm going to get yelled uh, at. <laughs> no, no, no. What, you know no, how I, Quentin Tarantino I, I, steals I see all those things. Okay, all right. Oh, see, that one was my thought, <laughs> not not regurgitating what someone else said. I've I've learned that I need to say what I think, not what other people people think. That's I'm right. Sorry, don't I'll don't repeat do those again. dumb fucking comments. <laughs> <laughs> We're here but, for the uh, deep uh, Jared thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm totally Nick Cage delivery after that uh, that scene. He's like, "You just fucked up your Ferrari." He goes, "It's not it's mine. Not my Ferrari." Is this? And he like pushes the dude off his bike and drives off, but he's just so Nick Cage about it. He's like, yeah, it's not mine. <laughs> and to not be a field agent, he sure can drive really well. And but also, it kind of shows in, in the trailer. They show that shot of him like with the with the Nerf gun or like the you know. He, he, he gets the he spins around and hits the bullseye yeah, like the through shot. all the things. So he may not yeah, cool be. Shot. He he may not be a field agent, but he's got the he's got the you know he's got the glow. He could well, do it. Well, uh, like later later in the movie, <laughs> he's he, really good he with nerf that, guns. <laughs> he's well, really he good. has that line. He's like I, he's like I, I trained for three <laughs> weeks, and it's sort of this like self-defacing, like kind of making fun of himself. Like I trained on the guns for three weeks. Like, dude, if you train for three weeks, that's a long time. That's how long uh, Keanu Reeves trained for John Wick One. Yeah, and and he was fucking John Wick in that movie yeah, for three weeks. I mean, come wiki, on, wiki wow, wiki wiki. Wiki. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? What just happened? I don't know. <laughs> we just went from Michael Bay bro, to John Wick. That's what just happened. No, we, after the trailer, we're off the fucking rails. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I, what I was trying to say is, he had it in him the whole time. You know, like uh, he 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 can jump in the Ferrari and fucking keep up, you know, all over town. And also, so can somebody who's been in a cage for 30 fucking years. He could still pop out and still be badass <laughs> and drive the, you know, drive the Humvee and still answer the fucking phone, you know. <laughs> I, I, I don't steal it. I'm just borrowing it, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. Can we talk about this whole 30 years thing? Because maybe this is like a theory that's been eschewed on the internet for a long time and thought to death or whatever, but it seems to me like Sean Connery was put in jail at the exact or around the same time as he became or stopped being James Bond. So is there some sort of like, we're going to make him like, if James Bond got uh, got arrested and then thrown in an American jail for 30 years and then he got, got out and we'll just... We'll just make Sean Connery again, James Bond, but he's well, not actually James Bond because maybe 
that but person kind of doesn't is. exist, and it's just like a is that is that did anyone else get this well, or is this because just me? I, I, that holds water a little bit because that one guy. He's like, uh, where he's fighting uh, Sean Connery, and he's like, did I mention that I'm Irish? You know, you English fuck. Yeah, yeah. But he's not English. He's but they not call him English. English. And But earlier in the movie, they say that he was born in fucking Edinburgh. So they yeah. know that he's Scottish, but they still call him English, like fucking James Bond. Like, what? Well, he's a British spy, <laughs> you know? You know, it's fine. Yeah, he said he was, he said he was yeah, trained by the SAS. But, but the guy's like, you know, he's like, you know, uh, you know... It, did I fucking tell you that I'm Ir- or my father's Irish or whatever? You know, there's like that yeah, Irish English ass line, but yeah, it worked for the moment for sure. It did. Yeah, I, I kind of like it that it's like uh, captured James Bond. I, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, it totally works for me. It totally. There's works. some James Bond shit fun. in the score at times. I felt. Yeah, yeah, mm. I felt that too. I did not feel that. I did, man. Hmm. There's little shit like yep. that in there. Yep. I know they they really liked their like fucking three. F- Themes that they play nonstop over and over again. <laughs> nonstop. Well, that, that's it's the like, point of a theme: is they bring it back, and they're like, oh, uh, yeah. "It was it was yeah. less a recurring motif and more uh, let's let's copy and paste." There's like there's like the the sad heroic music. That there's the fast paced heroic music, and then there's that like little Scottish love melody, and you know that's kind of it. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of variation in the music. For for as interesting as it truly was, there, yeah, it was very repeated. And there were three times. composers on this thing too. Wait, what? Yeah, like beyond just Hans Zimmer, bro. There's like twelve writers, three composers, <laughs> a couple producers, seventeen you know. directors. <laughs> uh, oh wait, sorry, that's just Michael Bay in his own head, actually. And one Michael Bay on the Christmas and tree. One Michael Bay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Four producers, three ads. <laughs> oh my god, we haven't so, even talked really uh, that much about the producers. Uh, this is a big team, man. Don Simmons and uh, Jerry Bruckheimer. They kind of like, yeah, they made a lot of hits in the in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, they did Top Gun, Beverly Hills yeah, Cop. Man. Fuck yeah, fucking Flashdance, baby. Ooh. Sexy. Yeah, I did. I honestly, I didn't realize that Jerry Bruckheimer was that big, like this early, or even like so far before this. No, man, he had his money yeah. by this point. Man, he was making it happen. Don Simmons uh, had that money. Well, his it all went nose. up his nose. Yeah, unfortunately, this this was the movie that it that that stopped it all. Hence, why it was also dedicated to Mr. Simmons. He went, he went out on a bang, man. That's a good one. <laughs> because don't he died drugs, of a kids. heart attack from drug use. I'm don't, just saying, don't you know, do like drugs, he, kids. He had, he had a hell of a fucking career, bro. You like, can have you know, a career in Hollywood, but don't do drugs. It just, kids. just shows you, you you just can't you just can't like burn it on both ends. You know, that booger sugar can only take you so far. <laughs> I mean, you, you 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 can experiment a little bit with it, but once you get like you know in your 30s and and beyond, you got to stop. You know. <laughs> Wait, what? Just saying, man. Your heart, your heart can't handle it. You know, like you just your can't, heart can't you, handle. You can't, you can't just blow it constantly, man. Because you just it's eventually you're just gonna burn out. Sorry, if you're above the age of thirty, you haven't done coke. Oh, sorry, it's just not for you. You yeah, just oh, can't yeah. try it's it. It's not for sorry. you, man. It's, it's not you a. It's not a. It. You missed your window. You fucked up. There's no. There's no old. <laughs> there's no old cokeheads, man. You know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Don Simmons is pretty old, right? He made it to like he was in his fifties, right? But not much farther. Too soon. 
Yeah, it's been 24 years. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I guess. What do you. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, what do you think about um, making Nick Cage not, like, swear? Even though he swears, he just, you know. Did he swear? He said a hole. But no, he's like, he, oh, he what do you say we says, cut the chit chat, a hole? You know? <laughs> he says fuck once. And it's oh, like, does he? It, it's, it's that one line at the end. Where where he shoves the the chemical ball thing into the dude's face and he says eat that f- you fuck or something like, I don't oh, I totally really forgot the line yeah that was the one time he swears it was in that moment everything else was friggin a hole all that stuff he he doesn't actually swear cut me some friggin slack yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know I thought at, like for a, a relatively simple and and almost like uh, demeaning is the wrong word but way to like try and communicate how how green, how innocent, how never been in the field he's been as a character. I thought it was kind of interesting, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I like I like the scene where like, you know, he he realizes he's going to have to go and then he like runs out of the runs out of the room and goes to this crazy ass bathroom that's like lit like a fucking play. You know, get this crazy green light coming through, and, and like he's like throwing up into the sink with the weird, yeah. weird like sinks that face each other. Yeah, it was uh, like, is that a mirror? No, that's there, literally no mirror just another there. set just of like, yeah. sinks on the other side. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but the, the fucked up thing about that scene is that like the the bathroom is super gross, but he like drinks the water from the sink, and I'm like, oh, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it's in like FBI headquarters in fucking San Francisco, and yeah, he's like, I don't know if yeah. I'd be drinking that water. Oh, I got I got I gotta go there. Cut to vomit in a sink. Okay. Yeah, and then I'm gonna All drink right. the water from that scene. I don't yep. know. Man. Something about I don't even know about just drinking. Do you guys drink water from your bathroom sinks? Like in my house, sure. Yeah. Because really, Memphis water is I mean, like yeah, a little better bit. than just about anywhere know, else. Man. But yeah, that's where I brush my teeth. Something about the proximity to the bathroom. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Where, where do you where do you brush your teeth? In the shower. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's still bath water, right? I don't know, man. I just I don't know. It's weird. It's not out of something the sink about, from the something, bathroom. Something about grime and and water in my mouth. I just, maybe I you just need that. to clean your bathroom sink more often. Right? I, I think I should. I think I should. Just, just throwing what about your there. kitchen sink? Is your kitchen sink okay? Not really, bro. I drink bottled water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Get you a freaking filter. Save all them. Save all them bottles of plastic. Come on. Save the planet, motherfucker! Damn. That's not up to me. That's up to Nick Cage. <laughs> I got nothing for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think um, of where you were going with it, but I was I, like, ah. No, well, no, I, I give up. I, I've got a theory here about the uh, you know this movie's like super fucking long, um, but it it's not two that hours long. and seventeen minutes is not that long. Not for a Michael Bay movie. That dude I, knows how to stretch out some shit. It's no fucking Pearl Harbor, brother. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's there are three different, different Transformers movies that are longer than this, and that's fucking. Like I said I gave something. up on Michael Bay at Transformers, but what I'm saying is. <laughs> The movie is a fucking roller coaster ride that we even have a fucking roller coaster ride. Uh, you know, you've got the total Indiana Jones minecart. Yeah, scene, literal minecart. Trying to figure out why the fuck that was in this movie, and then I think I figured it out. Donkey Kong Country was big at this time. Shut the fuck up, because I definitely had a Sega, I had a Sega J- Game Gear, and I played that game. And no shit, when I was yeah, watching was exactly the movie, exactly when this movie came out. When 100%. I was watching this movie for the second time, I was like. Why is this? Why is this scene here? <laughs> what? 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 This doesn't make any sense that the, there would be all this underneath Alcatraz, and then they have this whole like fucking like trip through there, and then they end up like kind of back 
where they start. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense why it was. You there. didn't hear about all the mining uh, they did on Alcatraz, dude? They got the prisoners <laughs> there, and uh, I mean that's why they call it they the got Rock. This massive fucking cavern where, where these lights are coming down. Like, where the fuck is this light coming from? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, like, when they say American blood diamonds, this is exactly what they're talking about. Oh, <laughs> that's happening. In, okay, bullshit. In Alcatraz. Bullshit. <laughs> Okay. Bullshit but, but on a anyways, fucking cracker. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I I looked it up, and Donkey Kong Country came out in 1994. So totally was a major hit, bro. My mom was playing Donkey Kong Country, bro. So <laughs> it, it, it just it has to be influenced by Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, that that checks out. Well, they had <laughs> they, they had both uh, minecarts uh, present. They had you know the, the flat ones you can lay on, and then I like the hanging one. Yeah, that was badass. <laughs> Yeah, and totally uh, gave uh, George Lucas the idea for the prequels and all that crazy-ass shit in Attack of the Clones. Oh I mean, God, I guess. Totally yeah. that out. <laughs> I mean, Indiana Jones happened first, so I, I think I would give credit to that. Nobody makes it better than, than Indiana this. Jones, except for the canoe scene in Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold. God damn it. God damn it, Jared. <laughs> you make such good fucking points. <laughs> He's not wrong. No, no, he's he's totally totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> could not listen, could not listen. be. Uh, you can't choose who you love. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> fucking Al- Alan Quartermain. Oh. <laughs> Bro, it's got Darth Vader in it. Excellent. Uh, so does The Exorcist too, dude. I mean, David Prowse. <laughs> Are we talking about David Prowse? No, I, no, oh, no, bro. No one's ever talking about him <laughs> except for him. Sorry, I just gotta. I just Chase gotta throw that You know out I was there. in Star Wars, right? You know I was in Star Wars. I'm, I'm Darth Vader. No, no, no. I'm Darth Vader. Oh. You definitely don't sound like no Darth Vader I've ever heard. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Four oh man. So budget of heat. I mean heat. Fucking why did I say heat? Heap? I would have Say it heat, again. Heat. Say it again. You All right. Can get a cup point. You can get a cup I don't know point what that there. means, Brian. I've never seen heat. What? Are you serious? Yep. I haven't seen it either, actually. See? Oh. All right. Okay. Well, I literally fell this asleep. This podcast ends now. There are two movies <laughs> in my life that I've fallen asleep during Labyrinth and Heat. Labyrinth, I've watched again. Heat, I have not. All right, so I'm just going to cut this out. So, you know, I don't want to want to leave this in. I just needed to. So our listeners just don't just be like, what? I just needed to put that out there. I just needed to put that out there. Like, so someone else can hear and experience. But no, 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 no. I mean, like, you know, but the, no, the listeners will understand, though. So, like, you know, um, the budget of heat. Which is right, right? You can cover what you want. No, but no, that is no real man. You got to keep it in. Right you got to keep it in. Fuck that it. Fuck, real fuck, our, fuck our street cred, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the budget for the fucking rock was seventy-five fucking million dollars. It made one thirty-four in the United States. Seventy-five. Wow. They spent seventy-five on this movie. Three hundred uh, and thirty-five. was what it made. And they shot at the actual location. That is a fucking. They lot did. Of money. Sean Connery so, got a uh, cabin. Built yeah, on, that's what I heard. He on was a, like, uh, he was like, work. I am not going to travel back and forth every fucking day. You're going to give me a place to sleep. And they were like, Did, uh, Well, okay, you're Sir Sean Connery. Here is your cabin, sir. Were some of those sets, or did they do all of it there? Uh, all the exterior location stuff. Uh, obviously, the mine car stuff is obviously a set, and all well, the sewer no, stuff. I thought you said that they were mining shit under there. No, I was joking. <laughs> what are you talking about? That was a joke. No, there was no. They, mine. they mined under what? Alcatraz, and they built oh those mine carts in. 
<laughs> They're like, we have a Snow White and Seven Dwarfs wing over here. <laughs> there is there's some really cool shit that they did that you wouldn't be able to do and make it look this badass. Like, when they're having their moment before he, like, lets him run off, you know? There's, like, you know, there's this, like... I don't know how they're doing it. Maybe it's a crane shot, but we're looking through some of the wreckage of the, of the building, and it, oh, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, kind of yeah. like framed in this like little window, and and the, the yep. camera's kind of like pushing into that. It's so they have, they have two different cool. they have two different jib shots going going through like old old shit with like rebar and yeah. broken down things while they're walking and talking, moves forward, having and, their like decompression yep. moment before the phone call. Yeah, I, I recognize that. Like I, I I also specifically was like that was a really good shot, but like. I wonder how much leeway they had in that specific location to even move further back or further forward. Or, like, how how much of the, the two, two and a half seconds... Well, they knew they were only going to take two seconds. Right? Like, <laughs> were they like, okay, all right, like, we, we actually can't get that much out of this location, but we really only need two seconds. And if you can get more than two, if you can give me three seconds, then we're fucking gold. Like, just move in, and they're like, all right, I got the middle, I got the other part, and, like, you're good. It's cool. They, they they utilize the the location really well. They really it, do. It it, it it feels legit because it is. You know. Yeah. I, I I mean it's it's really just mostly anytime you see an exterior. I think like there's a lot of you tell me that instant the sets the, the the cells and all that when they're in the cells that those look real. Those uh look oh real. yeah no the yeah that that is what actually about, Alcatraz yeah but like what about the shower scene the shower scene that's a set no they really? blow that all up bro yeah <laughs> like any, anytime a there's a gun yeah, yeah, battle yeah. that's a set because they can't you know it, i mean it's a it's a national park alcatraz was actually open to, to tourists then yeah well for the first half of it for the second half apparently it wasn't oh really i didn't know that yeah there was there was apparently like they got shut down for a little while and there was like a struggle with money and then oh, the wow. last half of it they um the Alcatraz was shut down, so they finished filming it without an audience on The Rock. And of course, that's got it, it, The Rock's shut down completely to tourists right now, right? Hmm. I don't know. I've only been to San Francisco a couple of times, and I definitely didn't even try to go there. Oh, man. I, I, I went. Um, you know what? I actually went uh, the, the summer after this film. So it was like 97. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's, that's perfect that's time cool. to go. Yeah, if I had been there for more than like, you know, 25 hours, I might have tried, but. It was cool to like look across the bay and be like, "Oh, holy shit! There's the rock. There it is." <laughs> I, have, I have a picture of it. It's a shitty picture, but I have a picture. That's where they kept Al Capone. See, <laughs> exactly. So to lose a little more street cred, I've never seen uh, Candyman, but uh, Candyman's in this movie. Oh fuck yeah, man! Tony Todd is a goddamn yeah. badass, dude. I love his scene at the end you know where this uh, shit works. <laughs> He's like, you know how this shit works? <laughs> and he's so like, cool. <laughs> he fucking the knife. Oh, it's so fucking badass. Oh, he's got the best death in the entire fucking film, too. You like you like Elton John? <laughs> I don't listen to that you're, song. You're the, you're the rocket you're, man. You're the rocket man. You're him. How do you like how that shit works? <laughs> man. He, gosh. That dude is like just ingrained in my childhood memories, and like I don't, I don't even have specific movies that I know him from. He's just he's seen like several. There's so many great actors in this. Yeah, like, like the, the, this, like David Morse. Like every time I ever see him in anything, he's just so great. Yep, yep, for sure. Um, he was. Uh, what, what was that thing that when he did with Gina Davis? Oh, uh, Long Kiss, Long Kiss Good Night. He's so fucking yeah. good, man. Oh he's yeah, so fuck, good. bro. Yeah, he's only like in a couple scenes of that. I know, but he just pops. Like if it's, he does. whatever you put him in, he's so great. It was in Twelve Man, Monkeys, really, really good. Twelve yeah. Monkeys is is uh, that's where he lands in my brain. 
They have one in contact. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. We should do contact sometime. <gasps> oh, yeah. We should totally do contact. Totally down. I, you know, I, man, fuck us. I, I don't think we've done uh, <laughs> uh, Robert's Megasville. Oh, no, wait. We did the Back to the Future Seriously? Okay. I was like, wait. Yeah. Okay. We'll, do, we'll start with the third one and then just go through other. <sighs> man, I almost thought we, we fucked up in life. I would, I would be very okay with that. We also didn't bring up, you know, uh, Kyle Reese. Oh, Fucking dude. Michael Bane, brother. He's, yeah. Man, he is like, he, it feels like he's barely in this, and it also feels like he dominates this movie. Really? Like it's, he's barely in it. <laughs> yeah, he's like Steven well, Seagal like, in like an uh, executive decision. He's like, yes. oh, wait. Yeah, exactly. This is the guy that's going to exactly. kick everyone's ass, and then, well, yeah, he's, he's just going like, to die. <laughs> he, he convinced awesome me speech. that other people were like a badass, and then he just went away. Cool. There's some good deaths in here, though. Like, you know, they, they, they went for a lot of unconventional deaths. Uh, people falling on things, people getting impaled. Like, fucking uh, John C. McGinley gets fucking lit on fire. Yeah, very like, few people <laughs> shot. Yeah, which is weird, because you would think that, you know... Well, that you know, there's that big shootout battle, and then, then there's the, the Mexican standoff that's super fucking intense. Um, yeah. Yep. I love how they're shooting motherfuckers through the window. Like, everybody in the room shooting each other, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> Just taking yeah. people out. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, there, there's some gun stuff, but there's a lot of really inco- like a lot of people like get pushed off of stuff and falling and um, oh yeah, especially set on at the fire. End. Yeah, there's a yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> he drops a fucking uh, drops an air conditioner on some dude's fucking dude, head. and he's you like, know? oh, that's great. <laughs> Is that normal? <laughs> the twitching leg, man. Oh, I love that. He's, love he's like, it. yeah, he's, he's like, it's so good. What do you want me to kill him you, again? You want me to kill him again? That's one of my favorite lines from this whole movie. So good. Yeah. Yeah, Ed Harris's death scene is kind of uh it's it's kinda of glossed over in the movie. You know, he gets shot, he gets it does. He gets drawn back and then it's like once he shares the location, it's just like okay, and I'm well. It, the whole movie is setting up, like like I said, if you go back and you and you watch the beginning of it again, it's setting up his backstory that you know he's actually a good dude, kind of like you know he he does, he does some bad things, and then like he even has that moment when when they're when they're dragging him out of there, and he's like, "Oh God, what did I do?" They're they're trying so hard to give him an arc, you know, so you feel yeah. something for him because I mean, you know he he's the only he, one that has an arc. You know, he like you know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Nobody else changes at all, actually. You know, he diverts the fucking missile, and you know, he he's trying to. You know, initially they go in, and, and they're you know they're shooting everybody with darts, with really badass darts that knock you out instantly. But you know, they're, they're trying not to kill people. I did like the bean bags. Oh, dude, I love seeing that dude get hit in that bag, and he like goes out the window. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, way to, way to right. use non-lethal force. I'm sure he yeah, didn't break like his a, neck. N- n- yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, everybody's falling downstairs and fucking like. Yep, yep, no, that yep. motherfucker goes through a window <laughs> and flips. <laughs> yeah, and he was in a guard tower. It's like holy crap. Yeah. He's totally dead. Yeah, there's, there's no way he's living through that. At the very least, he's paralyzed for the rest of his life. Yeah, he got to go, guys. He got the wind knocked force. out of him and then knocked out Good four job. stories. <laughs> Covered in glass. I think this was my first Ed Harris movie. That can't be possible. What? For real? I, I, I don't remember another movie before this that I, like, Ed Harris. This is the movie mm. that when I think of Ed Harris, this is Apollo the one 13. that's, like, ingrained in my brain. Yeah, Apollo 13. I saw this before course. Apollo 13, for sure. He did another one with like Sean maybe, Connery called Just Calls, like a couple years before this too. I don't think I've seen that one. Mm. Oh, it's got Spielberg's wife, um, Cape Catshaw. Yeah, did you oh, see really? the Abyss? 
Oh, uh, fuck yeah, yes. bro. And I and fucking love like this. Too. I and absolutely love the, the firm Abyss. and needful things. Um, all these movies were before. I that. saw the Abyss after this, which may have solidified for me. And Harris is like just fucking fantastic. I thought it was pretty funny on the uh, audio commentary. Ed Harris just he's 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 pretty open and honest on that thing, and he he just comes out and says he's like you know Michael Bay was really really obsessed with asking me. If he was like James Cameron. <laughs> and I just kept telling him, like, Michael, why, like, J- James is a nice person, but when you're working with him, he's an asshole. Why would you want to be like that? It was like, oh, holy damn. fuck. Oh, damn. I know they didn't get it along. Uh, that was a very contentious uh, shoot. He's also known for uh, not liking the, uh, the edit choices that he chose. Like all the close-ups and stuff, because apparently he was like, "I'm acting full body here, and he's just shooting my fucking face." Oh my god, dude! Did you guys? <laughs> did you guys watch the outtakes? No. Oh no. man, it's like maybe nine minutes of stuff, but man, watching Ed Harris, dude, he is like so into character, and like even when Michael Bay like stops him and gives him direction, he is just like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, sir." When he was messing wow. up, he was like breaking all these phones. <laughs> he was just he would like fuck up. What was the line? It's like uh, it's when that uh, the he's talking to like uh, the the White House um, defense secretary, and there's the um, the one chief of staff guy that's there, and he's like, "Who the fuck am I talking to?" During that section, identify yourself. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. There's so many outtakes of that, and he's just like sitting there slamming the phone, just being like, "Fuck, fuck." He's, fuck, he's fuck, so fuck. good in that. When he gives the speech to the fucking to, to everybody, you know, like you know, he, he does the the Braveheart speech, rallying everybody up. He's yeah. so good, man. He's so fucking yeah, he good is. right there. He's better than this movie, dude. Like he he is like like the villain has the villain has motivation, <laughs> and like you can you can kind of like see where they're coming from, and maybe a little bit agree. Maybe you don't quite agree with like where they're where they're taking it, but you can understand where they're coming from and. Like he's a very human character. I you know, fucking love it so much, man. What one of the scenes that really stood out to me that I didn't really like on the first watch, but as the movie went on, I I, I saw its its worth was when uh, Sean Connery goes and he sees his, his daughter, you know, and it has this kind of like really odd felt it, the tone felt weird popping, you know, and we're trying to throw in a. A sweet moment, but it's the, really the only reason to even give him motivation to even want to even yeah to do the damn thing, you know. You're the only reason I exist. Oh, sorry. You're you're the only evidence that I exist. Is what he says to her. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it gives him a reason to you know because if they actually bomb the fucking city, then it'll kill his daughter too. So. Well, yeah. yeah you have good speeds like girlfriend with with child. With the baby. And you yeah. have you have his. Like daughter that he has no relationship with. Like you have to give them a reason to actually give a shit while they're on the rock, right? Which they spend the entire first half of the movie getting to. I don't know. I, I he even says in the film, like Sean Connery's Mason's character, you know, tells him he's like, I didn't want your your kid to grow up uh, without a fa- uh, father, without a father. Yeah. There's there's a that moment is the connection that they have between them. Yeah, that well, is, that's the moment where I realized, reason. oh, okay, that's the whole reason he's even you know would even yeah do this is because his daughter and all that yeah because there's like a a moment where there's like 13 hours like left on the deadline like right after the navy seals 
die. I mean, he could totally leave, get his daughter out of San Francisco and like... Yeah, and just be done with it. Yeah. I mean, how long is it going to take? Like eight hours? Swim the channel six to eight hours, and you got like two or three to get them around the city. Well, no, no, they, they, they had the little, little sub things. Yeah. The little sub things. Yeah. The, the James Bond shit. <laughs> oh, did you know that uh, diving underwater sequence, all the wide shots, those were puppets? Really? Really? Yeah. That's cool. A shot dry for wet and yeah, a uh, soundstage. The motion control awesome. cameras. All right, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, they did a good job. It's got like little CGI bubbles, but the CGI in this movie, it is 1996, so you expect it to be good. All of the fucking jet stuff and like the explosions on the island, man, it, it looks fucking badass. It looks great. Yeah, there's nothing that's not believable at all. Well, the I, I, fire around the trolley is the only one that's kind of like, the edges are like really feathered, but everything else yeah, looks and they really spectacular. Totally there's, the, the trolley's completely hollow and it's flying yeah. through the air. You know, yeah. yeah, there's yeah, there's there's some white things in a few of those, but man, there's again like that that's that's part of the advantage of, of going the whole Michael Bay thing, right? Like like each shot only has to be two seconds, so like just go all in on those two fucking seconds. Just have a really quality two seconds. That's kind of yeah. how I I yeah. Yeah. When he doesn't move the camera though, <laughs> it is really bizarre, and those scenes stand out. Like uh, who's it's like when William Forsyth and the FBI director. They're getting together, and he's like, uh, I need to know about Mason right now. And oh, they yeah. get Mason's yeah, yeah, backstory. Yeah, yeah. And, man, it's just these really long-lensed close-up shots. And I they just, like that, though. But they just hold on them. I know, but it was good, though. And it's, and it's only like four or five pretty. seconds, but, dude, it feels so different. Yeah, you're right. But I like that, though. That, that was a good moment. I like that in the movie. Yeah, those, those are the moments where it was like, was this second unit? And you just, like someone to fill in some time. I'm not shooting that. The camera's not moving. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be there. There's no movement. You're like, listen, you you got the lines. Just just give them like a 600 mil lens. Just give me a background. Like, you know, like, light them up. Fine. You, yeah. you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere. Just shoot up. Just like yeah, sh- they, they, shoot they up. They step out into a hallway. <laughs> Put them on an Apple box. Yeah. Shoot up. We'll be fine. It'll be it'll be fine. Yeah, they did do it a little canted and up at them. Yeah. yeah. He like, liked that shot a lot. He was he, They were going to that. Quite a bit. Yeah. I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> I take I pleasure in gutting you, boy. I did I did really <laughs> like all the, the god shots in the prison. Yeah, those that were, was cool, those man. Those were super fun. We have ratings? I've kind of gone through all my notes. Uh, all right. Okay. I have one more. Uh, the final shot in the movie, Fort Walton, Kansas. Uh, they have the little the shot of the church. And you can see the car, the getaway car, and then there's fucking mountains in the background Good in night. Kansas. So, uh, like, I'm sorry, the there are no plains, man. There are no mountains in Kansas. Well, I like, mean, you can see the mountains in the distance if you're in no, Kansas. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so it's so flat. You can see the Rockies. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no. So when that when that <laughs> twister came through, it, it created mountains in Kansas. I, oh, I, I, I spent my formative years in Kansas City. And I have driven across the entirety of the fucking state. This shot is only available at best in like four hours into Colorado. Like there's Bro, there's nowhere states. in Kansas. No one knows that. There is nowhere in Kansas where you have fucking Rocky Mountains in the background. I'm sorry. It's just it's just not there. This was like uh we're in California somewhere, there's a cool church, and we're gonna shoot towards the mountains and call it Kansas. Yeah, fuck this movie, dude. Four out of ten. <laughs> 
goddamn mountain <laughs> placement. Fucking that mountains the, ruin I mean, everything. It was like it was like just just move over and like frame the mountains out. Like you don't paint shoot the towards mountains the out? fucking mountains. <laughs> like like all right, cool. You got mountains in the background of this cool church. That's fine. Just just you know truck over a little bit and put I'll the church you. so you don't see the mountains on the left. Like it's not that hard. Come on. I, what's cool what about hell? those last shots is that that they have a bulldog. In the car, Ooh. like I, I love the sequence. An I English bulldog, I too. Enjoy the, the proper bulldog. Like, she's sitting there. She's like, "Come on, come on!" And you feel all the energy of like just this one random priest at like a tiny little church, like freaking out about him stealing a leg. Carly, like, it's, it's great, but why did you have to shoot towards the fucking mountains? It is gorgeous, though. It's a gorgeous shot. It, it looks it like is, it's about to it rain. Is ma- it and, is and then, marvelous. Like, the fucking the, the sun is just is popping just right. They shot it at the perfect time. Oh, like, it's it is... fantastic. Just call it Colorado. Don't say it's, <laughs> don't say it's fucking Kansas. Say it's a small town in Colorado. Mike, uh, like, uh, come Michael Bay is not. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about semantics, that stuff, Mike. Man. Yeah, I mean, like, do, do you watch the continuity in this film? It's just like, what the fuck, bro? We just, <laughs> we're just all over the fucking place. He's just like, look, just pick one. That's all I'm saying. Pick one. Say it's in Kansas and don't see mountains, or say it's in Colorado and see the fucking beautiful mountains. They're, like, who, ca- who cares? Who cares? You, you understand what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Do you see my? <laughs> do you, did you see my fifty thousand shots? Okay. Go. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Did you see an explosion? It, it's just like hey, in Garden State. You only saw one? Who here just saw some titties? <laughs> Did you see some titties? Who here saw some titties? Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys want to see who actually killed JFK? <laughs> There's a lot of really great quotable lines in this movie. I think though. next week we need to do Armageddon. Just to kind of do a, a palate cleanser. <laughs> Wait, a palate cleanser? Armageddon is not <laughs> a palate what? cleanser. <laughs> No, that's just getting drunker, dude. Stay away. <laughs> just hear you breathe. Oh, no. No. Oh, man. Can't do it. Can't do it. If you were alive during the late 90s, you heard that on the Every radio. Spin oh, my God. So fucking much. So fucking much. The worst thing. It was like on every goddamn station. It was like hard rock station. Oh, usually at the same time. Oh, I'm gonna go to the hip hop channel. Oh, here it is. I miss you, babe. I'm gonna go to the country channel. Oh, it's still there. Is there any? Even when I dream of you, it's not the sweetest dream will never do. Cause I'd still miss you, babe. I I even somehow deleted the instruments. <laughs> and I don't want to miss I'm just one smile. It in my head and, and, and I don't want to miss forth. one kiss. I just want to be with you right here with you. This is just a like super this. form of hell. I hate spoken Brian, word. I just want to hold you close, feel your heart so close to mine, and we'll stay here in this moment. God, I'm feeling the emotion the of it now. The time. fuck, it's getting to I me. Couldn't take this no more. I just want to like. Eat animal crackers and hold you under a tree. It's the giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Does it go to the ploins or to the wetlands? <laughs> Why can't we have both? <laughs> so I give this movie a 9.5. Oh, really? Wow. Like legit? Holy shit. Like legit. Legit. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like this is peak Michael Bay. Everything that Michael Bay strives to be, this movie, I feel like, accomplishes. Um, there, are, there are some small, subtle, semantical things that, that like, are, all right, if you stop and think about it, yeah, maybe it's rough, but, like, I, I just feel like everyone fucking kills in this movie. Michael Bean is great, even in his tiny little almost cameo part. 
Sean Connery is at his 90s and even late 80s best. And he takes all of the James Bond things and he, he brings them back and he makes them badass when he's like fucking 60. It's just really, really great. Like he's, he's not so crazy as he was before this and he's not as crazy he gets after this. Nicolas Cage. It was Nicolas Cage. Yeah, there's, there's just there's so many things to love about this movie. And there's a lot of iconic shots. And he makes fucking helicopters look so goddamn good. Yes. So goddamn good. Yeah. 9.5. Nice. I, um, <clears throat> I'm i going to give the movie a 9. I think this movie is like a quintessential action film. It, it is like, it's a perfect action film. It's, mm, a, it's a roller coaster ride. Quintessential it's, is a good word. Yeah, it's... Um, it's got everything you need, man. It's got it's got the witty lines. It's got the great camera. It's got um, helicopters. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. It, it, it's just a really fun fucking movie. And like everybody needs to watch this movie. It's excellent. Bring on the sober reality, Brian. <sighs> man, okay. I don't know what to give this movie. I don't, you know, like I I like Michael Bay. I think he um, what he does, he does really well. I do think he needs a good script or at least good somebody somebody to write decent dialogue and, and a coherent story he always feel like when people say music video director like i don't feel that from directors like david fincher or mm. um who, who's the the guy that even did uh tron legacy and uh, oblivion like i don't i know they yeah. came from music video backgrounds but i do not feel it when i am watching their movies michael bay there are moments where I do feel like I am watching a fucking polished car commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is how he covers the whole beginning. It feels very music video-y and like, you know, but like I said, he's telling he's telling the story visually, but he's living in the MTV fucking generation. The hell, they even bring up grunge. There's a line in there, you know, where he <laughs> talks about his hair. He's like, you know, they're pandering to their audience a little bit. But they're creating a style. Well, Nicholas Ca- Nicholas Cage's character is constantly bringing up music. Um, there's even a Super yeah. Freak, the Beatles. Um, yeah, well, he's got the whole Beatles thing. Yeah, Elton John. On a, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't. You know, I just I don't. I don't know. I I, I like Michael Bay. I think he, I think his aesthetics are fine. This movie is really fun, and I mean, it's just nice when the movie gets to breathe a little bit and you get to see these characters and these really great actors on screen. Those are the moments that I remember the action scenes. There's less of them than there are in any other fucking Michael Bay film. And that's why I think this is good because Michael Bay doesn't have the opportunity to, to get in his way as much. <laughs> <laughs> he does get in his way. He gets in his own way a lot. Honestly, that's very, true. yeah, he just, it, yeah, it, it was kind of like around, it was before Transformers. It was in Bad Boys too. There's just like a, 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 it's definitely Bad Boys too, where there's a moment in his career where he just he just put in so much shit in these action scenes, and I mean it is all incredible. It's great, but when you watch it in the theater, man, I'm just I can't, I can't take two plus hours of it. It's so much. It's so fast, and I'm just exhausted. And I I know that makes me sound like an old person. It just wears me out, man. Um, and this is a nice balance for it. Yep. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, fuck, man. It, there's so many good actors in this. Like, I mean, it's just pop- populated with so many great. Yeah. I mean, e- even the uh, the fucking producer um, from Boogie Nights. 
Uh, he's got a moment in this where he's talking to the FBI director. I forget that actor, <laughs> that character actor's names, but I mean, there's just so many awesome people. Michael Bean is great. So where are we? Where are we landing? I guess I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Okay. Okay. Eight. Polished car commercial gets an eight. I'll take that. Well, you know, it's it's only some shots that are like that. You know, it's yeah, it's weird. It's just like how he is with his continuity. It's just like you know, we're we're almost there. It doesn't matter. Fuck it, move on. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> he's no. It's Michael Bay is just no James Cameron. You know, he's no. That, that's true. That's true. He's no John Woo. Yeah, there's just something there. You know, like his shots are cool, but his camera's moving all the time. That his moves feel less purposeful. It's just movement. Yeah. Uh, that's They're yeah, arbitrary. Purposeful is a, yeah, arbitrary. Pur- yeah. I, I definitely don't feel like when I'm watching a Michael Bay movie that like I missed something because see, I didn't that's see not, a camera move. It's not exactly true because sometimes they're, sometimes it feels super planned out. I mean, but dude, give me an example. In this a lot movie. of times. Yeah, but, but how but they build the, the sometimes. Uh, when they're going in and they're setting up the... Um, they're setting up the rock as soon as they go in and they're building all the shit like all the shots when they're like setting up he's like he's like set up the dish and they, you know all the shots that go in there and then they got you know it's the whole panning down from the from the dish opening to the spinning shot over the fucking you know the keys being typed in all that stuff feels planned out like not random yeah no 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 i don't think we're trying to say that it, that his stuff is random it's just that it there's so much there's just so much that if you miss one thing, it's not like you missed a whole thing. Whereas with something like Spielberg or Zemeckis or Fincher or something like that, like there, there are these planned shots that if you if you miss five or eight or ten seconds of screen time because you're like bored and looking somewhere else, like you may have actually missed something. Whereas with with Michael Bay, like oh, you just missed three or four shots, but you still know what's going on. Like there, you're not gonna miss something. Like if you miss an insert, you're not gonna have missed an entire like plot point. Whereas like okay, so like Spielberg, right? When he directs, he would block this and shoot it in such a way that, like the missile scene, right? When the the missiles going toward the stadium, that does feel very planned out. But there's camera moves and all those shots, and then on top of that, it's just cut, 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 cut. There's like a camera move to a guy, a close up of, of pushing a button. And it's just like, what, <laughs> yeah. why, why is that there? The only reason to have that there is just like, we're just making it more exciting. Yeah. Camera must always be moving. And in, in the moment, it totally, it works. It's fun. I enjoy it. Like all the times that they're like, we're going to, we're going to swish pan into like uh, a different guy pushing a button or swish pan into like uh, a shot on a monitor. Like I, I enjoy it, but it, it is, it. I think Brian really articulated it well. It is it is a really polished car commercial. It is it is a music video that's super long and really interesting. And it works for me. It's just not I I don't feel like that that's the one thing that I that I I I miss with Michael Bay is that I'm like, like ah you're not you're not like telling me so much with all these shots that I feel like if I'm not like 100% tuned in the entire time then I'm going to totally miss something. Are you not entertained? That's my point five. That's the point five that I'm taking off of it. I'm so fucking entertained that it's a nine point five. No, it's extremely it's, entertaining. It's, and this is why. But but a hundred percent. This movie. It it is absolutely peak Michael Bay. This is this is in my opinion one of his best films, if not his best film. Yeah, yeah, I, d- I definitely agree with that. I take pleasure in gutting you, boy. 
No, sorry, guys. It's actually Pearl Harbor. I think that is like the Titanic oh, of oh, World War II. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Stop it. Fuck Those you. girls are so cute in that, bro. Something about oh, that. Oh, Kay Beckinsale for No, it's, it's Cuba Gooding, bro. The the cook <laughs> that is shooting the giant. Oh, man. Uh, he's, he's 50 millimeter good, gun every, in there. Oh, yeah. Everybody's good in that. Even Ben Affleck. Man, everybody's good. Oh, you had me until Affleck. Uh, <laughs> I might watch it again just for Kay Beckinsale. Mm-hmm. That is a good call. And with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. You want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C-R-E-W-E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. You guys can uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, or on Apple Podcasts. It's my other podcast, Tour Stories. And Grigsy, where can they find you? I am on the Twitters and Instagram at Grigsy Media. It's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And we're now accepting donations to the Red Sea Trading Company for all... No, I'm just kidding. Um, you guys can find <laughs> me on uh, Twitter at Elkins Edits. We're going to be playing track number one from the rock soundtrack. It's titled Hummel Gets the Rockets. This is from composer... Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Composers... Nick Glindy Smith, Hans Zimmer, and Harry Gregson Williams. Oh my gosh, so many hyphens, so oh. many names. Mr. Gregson Williams also did the, uh, what were those movies with the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and all that shit? Oh man, he did the Chronics of Narnia? Yeah, he did. The Chronics of Narnia? Whoa, bro. <laughs> Roll it up, bro. Wait, you, you've never seen that uh, love, SNL skit? Love that Gregson Williams case. <laughs> the chronic, what cools in Narnia? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that video. Thank you for bringing it back to my brain. I'm going to have to go watch that now. Enjoy. <laughs>